0: Recorded live. you there yeah I am
1: finally awesome oh how wonderful 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 well thank you first of all I have had to come to town because Jeffrey's in town and he's um, he and I are going to be doing a lot of ministry together and the uh, the girl that coordinated bringing him into town Actually, started bossing all of us around. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: she she
1: she's coordinating a big trip we're taking to Florida, and uh-huh. so I didn't know I was involved in all this stuff this week. Well,
0: so here's some news for you, huh?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's you know what? It's like, have you ever had that thing where you've seen somebody that is? um My son's like airborne with the military, where they you know they they're they jump out of airplanes. Yeah, And um, I remember whenever I asked him, I said, how on earth did you do that? He said, well, it's simple. They kicked me in the tail. So I kind of feel like <laughs> somebody's kicked me in the tail and I'm free falling.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Oh, so anyway, what I'm going to do is just a brief introduction and then we'll dig in and, hey, we'll just do what the Lord leads. You know what I'm That's saying? Good.
0: That sounds good. What time frame were you thinking of? I mean, I'm open, oh. but just tell me what you're thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking
1: maybe 25, 30 minutes. What do you okay. think?
0: And, oh, and if trouble. we go longer, no problem,
1: no problem. Okay, and if you need to cut me short, do it. <laughs> oh, oh, you know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Cindy with Iron Sharpening Iron Podcast. And, you guys, I am so excited about my guest that is joining me today on the air I think you're going to love this. This is going to be one of those days that you're going to probably want to pull out that journal and take some notes because this is one of the um, dear friends that, seriously, when I, I read her on Facebook, I hear her speak, uh, I'm around her at all, any, I mean, it, and this is mostly online, right? Um I, I always find myself saying, um, "This is a keeper." I have to take this down, and so she's a perfect guest for iron sharpening iron because today I do believe she's going to sharpen you and help you to press toward just the calling that God has on your life. So, anyway, without any further ado, I want to welcome Stevie Knight. Thank you, Cindy. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited that you're here, man. I have been counting down whenever. We kind of chatted behind the scenes and Uh set this up. I want to tell you, I've been anticipating this. Awesome. Me too. Well, so give me just a little background. Like, okay, I know you as you are now, an amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing um, Internet. I I say star. (laughs) You may
0: blush. But um, (laughs) tell me how you got here well, it's kind of a, a kind of a crazy journey. I mean, I think each one of us has, you know, we live our own story, and so you know, you know, we all survive some difficult things. And when you look at it from the outside, it sounds rather extraordinary. But when you're going through it, sometimes it's just, you know, you just want to hang on because that's all you can do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I, yeah, you, you've I I know you've experienced that, and. Uh, I was born and raised in France. I'm a missionary kid. So that was kind of my background growing up. Is I was raised in a different country, and I loved growing up there. I loved the French people. I loved the uh, the culture. I loved everything about it. Um, I mean, every culture has its good and, and bad stuff, but really, I just I loved the culture, and the, and the culture really got inside of me. And I came to America probably in my mid-teens. I went back as an adult for a while, but... But my first, you know, kind of when I settled in America was in my mid-teens. And I, I came here not wanting to be here. I had kind of a condescending view. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure I liked Americans much. I didn't like American food. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't really think there was much culture. I mean, I really it was quite judgmental, of course, you know. And um, and when you're judgmental, of course, you don't see it quite often. <laughs>
1: That's
0: awesome. And so it was a, it was a rough transition for me because it wasn't of my choosing, and so I went through some really uh, heavy patches. I I really came to know the Lord when I was a little kid, and uh, followed Him until shortly after we came to America. And when I came here, I I became really bitter at what I saw in the American uh, in the American Church. Kind of uh, I I expected you know, a loving attitude, I expected certain certain things, and I got, I, I saw a tremendous amount of judgmentalism and legalism and a lack of love, and I think it's, you know, when you're a kid, you see those things and you make you make judgments about that that, of course, are unfair. You don't have the weight of life, and I felt unfairly judged, and therefore, I unfairly judged others Wow, and that put that's me good. In a season, yeah, it put me in a season that was really dark, where I struggled with some very hard things, had to learn some very difficult life lessons, and I learned that God was God and I was not.
1: Ooh, that's <laughs> good. That would be yep. a takeaway, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was, that was really big because, you know, that season lasted a good 10, 10 years or more. And, you know, it was an important struggle in my life very important struggle because I, I needed to go through that i needed to come through on the other side having worked it out kind of having duped it out with god and you know yeah. one you know you've got that story in the bible about um about jacob wrestling with god and god obviously wins you know and he does right. in our lives and sometimes we have to we have to fight it out until he wins and until we are very clear that he's you know he's the king and we're not and that's an amazing, amazingly empowering uh, thing. You you might think, boy, that kind of dependency would be kind of lame. And I remember I used to hear that song, you know, God, I'm desperate for you. And, mm-hmm. and I would, and you know, I'm I'm very left brained, and and I would say, boy, that's just so lame. You know, you can love God, you can love Jesus. <laughs> but, you know, I'm desperate for you. Oh, please give me a break. And God really took me through things where I became desperate for Him. And I realized that that was a tremendous position of strength was to be tremendously desperate for him and to be dependent. Wow. Him. Yeah. So that was yeah. really big. So, fast forward, you know, I had five kids, and they're now uh, four, four, uh, 15 to 28. And I have three boys, no, three girls, two boys. And I'm married, and I live in Colorado. And, um, I'm an entrepreneur. We homeschooled uh, through pr- pretty much the whole thing. We're actually more like unschoolers. We're very non-traditional, yeah. out of the box. And it's kind of entrepreneurship applied to education, you know. So I love really it. So that's what, what has worked for us. Um, you know, some things we've done well at, some things not so well, and some things not at all. And, uh, <laughs> and that's okay. I've learned that that's okay. And yeah. uh, that actually has been great even applied to my business is that You know, you realize everybody has limitations, and when you focus on your limitations, you get discouraged, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to move ahead. And when you focus on what God's called you to do and do those things, that's when, uh, despite the difficulties, the setbacks, and the challenges, um, you really can accomplish a whole lot and serve a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you know, I love what you just said, and I do want to say this. One of the things I have been learning the last few years is that leadership is messy.
0: And yes. unless
1: we embrace the mess at times, we never yes. get to that new idea or that idea that really we're here to find that idea or to impart yes. that idea to the culture. So leadership's messy. Mothering is definitely messy. Yes. And so yes. Especially the kids are so messy. It's not us, right? Of course <laughs> yeah. not. I, I think I think I'm messier than the kids, actually. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, I just appreciate that you shared that because honestly, I've been studying a lot this past year in school about the church, and I do have to apologize for how the church in America has has gotten. We've this is the problem with the church today, and I am excited that Iron Sharpening Iron we're going to be bringing some different ministers and um, leadership that I think is going to give you a fresh look because God's doing some amazing things in the body of Christ today. And I believe he's awakening the leaders and, uh, again, getting them messy. He got me messy. And so, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's out of the messy that I feel like that I'm at my greatest. And so Mm -hmm. looking back, if I were to ask you, what is it you just wish you knew then that you know now? Like if you could go back and talk to your younger you Mm -hmm. and say, hey, This is a must-to-know. What would you say that would be?
0: Uh, Probably uh, two things. One would be um, whatever life lessons you have to learn, when you see them presented in front of you, don't avoid them. Because Mm. if you avoid them now, God will always bring that lesson back around again. And you Mm -hmm. will have to learn it, but the longer you put it off, the higher price you'll pay. Ooh, that's good. That is good. And and you know what? I think it's because that lesson
1: is probably one of your messages. It may be one yes. of the mantles that you carry. So
0: Absolutely.
1: it's really important that you get it and don't run from it. Uh, totally. I love that. Wow. 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 So what does that right. kind of look like?
0: Um, I think, I think, you know, when you, I mean, everybody has stuff to deal with, you know, we, we don't get out of childhood without bringing, uh, you know, baggage with us. Same thing with adolescence and, you know, young adulthood, young parenthood and all that stuff. And we've got an idea, of course, of those stages of our life based on what we observed in other people. And, of course, in mm-hmm. generations, there, there were a lot of things that we didn't see them go through. First of right. all, because it wasn't acknowledged. It wasn't talked about. And, you know, there are pros and cons to that. Now we just kind of let it all hang out, and sometimes there are some cons to that, too. And it's kind of hard to, to figure, to, to, to go through it yourself because you're not often, you're not aware that really everybody does have this journey to go through. And our growth really does only come through um, as we struggle. You know, you've heard that analogy about the butterfly and that, you know, as it comes out of the cocoon, if you help it out, actually it doesn't have the strength to fly and that Mm. has to to fly after it's out. And so it's, it, it's, you know, we want to make things easier for our kids or for our business partners or, or whatever, and oftentimes we have to just, you know, keep our hands off and just let them, you know, work it out with God. And there are so many of the things that I've had to work through, nobody could have done that for me. I had to do it. And every time I tried to avoid that lesson, that lesson was brought back to me. And then the, the second thing really is um, to do it afraid. The second lesson really is do it afraid I think a lot of times I was waiting for fear to leave me before I stepped into something God called me to do. I was mm. waiting for the fear to diminish. And it, it generally speaking, it doesn't diminish until you jump. <laughs>
1: wow, that's <laughs> <You know>? good. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I totally agree. Yeah, It's
0: the process of doing it that helps with the fear. Sometimes the fear goes away, sometimes it doesn't. But it, it changes over time as you, as you find out that, you know, you survived the jump.
1: You know. mm. Yeah, well, you know what, it goes back to what uh, you and I were talking about before we started um, rolling, where I was mm-hmm. talking about that sometimes God, um, the picture I have is like an of, of airplane, my son's um, in the military, and he's airborne qualified, yeah. and he has to do jumps for jo- his yeah. job, and jumps from way up there, you know, and there's a yeah. lot of lessons with that. But one of the um, lessons that I've I've kind of been uh, grappling with me and God on this one, and he's been, I think he just gets tickled at me, to be honest. I feel like if I were to say, God, what do you think about me? He's probably saying, you're a hoot. This is funny. But um, I asked him a while back, because it felt like a lot of times that I was, um, like my son, the first jump, I asked him, I said, how did you do that? He said, it's very simple. The jump master kicked me in the tail. And I I had to then figure out how to fall, right? And um, it just tickled me because, I mean, he had, all, it, 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 he had to be kicked in the tail to get out the door. And yes. I think that that's kind of been a few of my situations in the last few years has been literally standing there going, oh, God is this surely your will for me to jump? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you positive? And, and and then all of a sudden feel a really nice, uh, gentle kick in the tail and out. I'm flying, soaring, figuring out how I'm going to fall well and not look so tacky, you know? And, and, I think the big dialogue that he and I have had is, God, can I like decide to jump so I can be prepared <laughs> a little bit yeah. better now? <laughs> you know, and, and I just love it. But I think that you're what you're saying here with doing it. Afraid there are there are going to be things that feel like you are jumping out into thin air, and and you're afraid that your parachute's not going to work. You're afraid right. that you're not going to fall well. You're afraid that this is going to be the end. And that's usually that one pivotal thing that makes a world of difference, right? Yeah, right. Mm, Absolutely. That's good. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's really big. And then I think what was also interesting is in the last, um, let's say, 10 years probably, um, God brought about a, a better understanding of spiritual warfare and yeah. uh, the power of the Holy Spirit for our everyday life but also for our business. And there, I think he tweaked my thinking a lot. You know, when you come from a missionary background or a preacher's kid background, there's a sense of, and, and I don't think that preachers or, or ministry leaders intend always to say this but, or, or to, to send this message, but often it's, if you're really sold out to God, if you're passionately following God with your whole heart, then you're going to leave your work. You're going to go and be a missionary Or you're going to go be a youth leader or a pastor, an evangelist, or whatever. (laughs) And that's real ministry. And God really had to bring me some clarity on the issue. There's a guy that I came across that was really helpful in my understanding this. His name is Lance Um, Wallnow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he talks a lot about, you know, the seven mountains of culture and how we're each called to a particular sphere of culture. And that everything we do really is ministry. I mean, you know, when we feed right. the poor and, and when, we, when we, you know, witness about the power of the resurrection of Jesus, that's ministry. But right. selling our books is ministry. Selling a course is ministry. Every way that we serve people, even in the marketplace, even when we don't have a thus saith the Lord attached to it, it's right. all ministry because it all matters to God. This is how God, God's kingdom advances in the world is through his people in every sphere of culture, demonstrating his power, his authority, his love, his compassion, his justice, his mercy, all of his attributes in, the, in, in what we do. It's bigger than just being, uh, let's, let's say, a, a Christian business owner or a Christian entrepreneur. It's right. having that kingdom mindset applied to everything we do. And that has been yeah. huge for me. I mean, my, my website's kingdominfluence.com, and it's all about, you know what is the kingdom? How do we participate in that? How do we have influence? How do we uh, leverage the power of the internet—the tremendous power that we now have to be our, to be the media? Now we can we are the media. You know you with your with your podcast, with your shows, with what you do, you are the media, and each one of right. us like, now can can harness these these uh, technologies for such for almost nothing, and we can have incredible. Global influence twenty four seven days a year and advance god's kingdom for whatever product service cause idea that he's call, that he's called us to promote Oh, I love this you
1: know what you just
0: summed up in that right there what it took a whole
1: course for me to get in school <laughs> so mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. you just got some good stuff, but I think that that is that is actually a matter of theology. how do we see yeah. god and God in our everyday lives. as Christians in particular,
0: mm-hmm. we right.
1: serve a God who infiltrates everything in life, everything. Yes. So when yes. we are when we are serving Him, it means that we serve Him wherever He to- asks us to go, whatever He asks us to do, right. with whoever and and whatever means, whatever skills, whatever it is. And you know, I love this. What you just said right there. If people can grab a hold of that and release, ask the Lord. What is it that I need to take from this? Because it may be the lesson that it's okay to make money. It right. may be that, um, whatever, wherever you find yourself at, that that is your ministry for the day. because so, there may be right. people out there that are wanting to take the, the leap into being an entrepreneur, they've got it in their heart, or maybe they have, um, they want to take the leap into ministry, but they are having to work that job. This is the first time in my life, like, I've really ever had to work a job. Right. And I really grappled with it because I went from full time ministry for right at thirty years into mm-hmm. working a a job and actually making minimum wage when I got there,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm.
1: I was not used to that. I would I remember doing promotions where I would make as much in a in a morning as I was right. making two years doing this job. <laughs> you know? right. So right. so it was a major, but it was also a place where there was sub, there were a couple of things God did with that. He he did, um, he taught me that, um, that first of all, that he himself is God in every sphere of influence and that mm-hmm. he, he doesn't just um, call ministry ministry when it's in a pulpit. He, it, right. it, it has so many faces. It has so many different, um, I mean, I've, I've seen times where I've thought that the people came in to do what they needed to do with the work and the job. Mm-hmm. And by the way, mm-hmm. I work for a corporation, but. Mm-hmm. Getting in there, that what they really needed that particular day was what I was carrying, and it is so important to be who you are and to really have that fleshed out, so that whenever you are in the marketplace, you're effective and you know, hey, I'm here for this, um, for this cause, for such a time as this. And so what you just said was powerful, powerful, powerful. Now, and going back, you have really, I believe, some of the best resources and help for the entrepreneur that that are available, you know, and I think it probably comes from you really fleshing this out with the Lord, right? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, my passion really is affirming and equipping, you know, Christian entrepreneurs, but a lot of these things apply no matter what it is that you do because, it's the, it's, the, um, it's the mindset. It's the worldview that you go in. If you are a, a homeschooling mom or if you are an entrepreneur or you are at the, the job, which, you know, if we're wired to be an entrepreneur, we have a tendency to sometimes look down on the J-O-B. And yet God has different seasons for us. And every single one of these, you know, the workman is worthy of his hire, the, the 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 person who's focused on whatever God has called for them to for this season um, even even if they know that there's something else down the road when we do everything to the glory of God and right. we do everything with our full heart, our soul, our mind, every part of our our skill set that he's given us, then that is a worthy thing. It is a worthy ministry and it is a it, it's a good thing. God calls that good. Ooh,
1: <laughs> mm, yes. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That
0: is so good. And you know, you you mentioned identity, and that's that's also been huge. I mean, I really struggled with identity issues all my life, you know, up until maybe the last 10 years, I'd say. Identity is such a big thing because, you know, since I came from another culture, you know, they call us third culture kids. You know, we're really not part of of either, we're not part of our parents' culture, and we're not really part of the culture we grew up in. We're kind of, it feels like we're in no man's land. And so the struggle for identity, for who, who am I really, uh, that, that also happens, by the way, tremendously in, in, in the homeschooling community. I've noticed that homeschool kids have very much similar issues as third-culture kids that come from, let's say, a, a military background, ambassador background, you know, foreign service, or, or missionaries, because, again, they are kind of part of the culture, but they're kind right. of not. And, it, that, right. and that struggle for identity causes so many of our kids to, go, to, to, to struggle after they leave the home, or even while they're there, but especially after they leave the home, because those identity issues haven't been struggled through earlier on, because most of us, you know, we're afraid of those issues. We're afraid of, we've seen our own struggle. We're afraid for our kids to go through them, and so we don't address them head on, and so because, again, God brings back around those lessons that we're going to have to learn. If we're not (laughs) not bringing them in one season, it'll come down later. Then you know God brings that around, and we actually do have to deal with those identity issues and who God's called us to be. And that takes time, and that's it's a it's an amazing, wonderful, terrifying, exhilarating experience because we're just not sure what we're going to come out on the other side.
1: (laughs) Wow, (laughs) I love
0: it. You know. So that identity oh. issue is really is really big and really
1: important as well. Oh, you know what? You, I I smile listening to you say that because I actually have a book I've been working on that's called identity theft and it's not oh, about wow. your it's not about of course yeah. identity theft that we have in the culture. What tape. Right. Hey, it is about identity theft that we have in this culture. Because the yeah. enemy he is always trying to get us to carry a fake ID. And, and instead of carrying our real ID, that real ID of who God created us to be, that's where we find our power. That's where we find our purpose. That's where we find why we're positioned where we are. And, and we see all that really is at our fingertips, you know, the people, Mm -hmm. the, the possessions, the, the um, provision, everything. We start to see what it's all about, but you know, there is, it's, it's about dropping that identity that we, we, I mean, the labels and the things that we even tell ourselves. I mean, it's not that mm-hmm. we don't even have to necessarily have the identity stolen by the devil. We we, we, we lose our ID all the time. <laughs> so I love yeah. that you say that because I agree. And, and I think that probably one of the greatest things um, that I've been learning the last few years has been who I am and who God says I am and daring to say it, daring to say mm-hmm. it. You know, because somewhere we get this idea, and I think it goes back to that church that's been dysfunctional for a few generations, mm-hmm. that um, says, that says you know, that it's prideful or it's selfish, right? you know what I'm saying, or worldly, right. for us to even be, say certain things about ourselves, and yet our Lord, He just romances our heart, and he, he talks in such power, and if we will come into agreement, that's where we find our purpose.
0: So mm-hmm. I love
1: that you brought that out.
0: Yeah, it, it's really huge. When I was a little girl, I, when I was about five years old, God called me to certain things. But in our denomination, godly women didn't do those things. Because i was not a <laughs> woman's role. So that was wow. really When you, When you think about it, you know, the enemy can steal from you with your own faith community. And that's very hard to wrestle with those things. When it's your faith community that is against the very things God called you to. Right, right. So, I mean, again, that's, it goes back to identity and calling and purpose and really wrestling with God himself about some of these things and getting, and, and doctrine is important. And, the, you know, the word of God is our, is our bottom line, uh, you know, level. It's, it's our it's a bottom line standard that we, that we want. That there are a lot of things that we have to work through with, the help of the Holy Spirit, because some things are very cultural that we think are doctrinal, that we've made doctrinal right. issues of. And so, right. you know, and that, that can happen in a lot of different areas, not just, you know, women uh, speaking or, or whatever. You know, there are a whole lot of issues that we've kind of made golden calves out of, and we're sure they're right, and and yet they're not. And God has to bring us correction And, you know, uh, in order for the next generation to not have to deal with that, uh, some of us have to, you know, uh, deal with it even publicly and have to deal with the condemnation and the criticism that comes with going against, you know, what's done.
1: Ooh, I love it. I love it. Well, if you look in the Bible, you see God, Jesus himself, the way he interacted with women, it was so radical in that culture. And, right. and does not mean that that culture was right. I just right. want to say that. As a matter of fact, he was here to literally uh, upset their apple cart. You know what I mean? Right. He, he right. And, and that's why they they have so rejected him. That's why they came right. after him and crucified him.
0: We do the right. same
1: thing. We do the right. same thing. And I mean, I myself, I, I feel like that God's been even telling me, "Hey, girl, uh, what you think is good? You better make it. Make sure it comes before the altar." put put it here and let me let me let me consume it and let's see what's left right and I've had a lot of misconceptions so Mm -hmm. I love that you're sharing that because I think that we that what you're saying here is we need to really say okay God what is it that you see here because I mean this does have everything to do with who we are called to be Mm -hmm. and whether we really step into that or not right Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and it's an agonizing process because you know you've got the voices in your own head you know of of uh, your own failures or your own limitations, uh, things that you don't feel qualified for, and then you've got out other people saying, oh, well, you're definitely not qualified because of the other person stuff, especially your gender. And, um, you know, so you really have to, you know, wrestle with that, and then the enemy really doesn't want you to break through, you know? Right, Because right. many of us, men or women, who who really step into our calling, we are... So, so we are those who make the enemy tremble because we are the ones who are storming the gates of hell and, you know, helping uh, to, to bring truth and light to people because God is in the redeeming business. He is right. in the restoration business. And so if we're going to play our part as God, you know, uh, restores all things, and if we're really going to take, uh, take an active part wherever God has called that to be, then we're going to have to face those, uh, I guess I call them the dogs at the door of destiny, you know, where you're mm-hmm. just about to walk through something that, where you haven't been before a family calling or a personal calling or whatever. And there are those dogs right. on either side that sound like they're going to tear you apart, you know, <laughs> and then sometimes we let them rent inside of our head. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's quite a process and, but it's an exciting process because we really, we can survive, we can thrive. And I can't tell you how many times when I felt like, oh, you know, God, how how can I, you know, how can I break through? Look at my mess. Look at my, you know, whatever. It's hilarious. Okay, I'll tell you something. And I, it's okay that this is going to be out there. But I have this, on some of my videos, I'm in a little, I'm in a little, like a, a desk, a set, okay? Uh-huh. And, in this house, we have, some, uh, we have some extra people who have joined us uh, who, uh, who God has brought into our life. And so that kind of reduced my space for my office. Yeah. And so my office is in my bedroom. And I have a little partition. And I've got, it's like a set, okay? And uh-huh. so it's, when I'm filming, it looks like this great little set, you know? I look all put together. And that's, and that's great. But someday, <laughs> not now. But someday, I'm going to turn the camera around, and I'm going to show people what currently it looks like. It won't always look like this because right now it's a real mess, and it won't always look like this. But right now it does. And wow. And here's the deal. You know, I could, I could be saying, and I'm telling you, you know, I've struggled with this. Is You know, who do you think you are? Here you are sitting. You've got your, your nice-looking desk, your, your great books behind you. You've got your makeup on, and the lighting's <laughs> okay, and, you know, today the camera's looking hooray. Mm that, you know, if people only saw the view from where you're sitting. Right, <laughs> you know right. Oh, that's good. We, we, and, and, and here's the deal. And, 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 and I don't think it's a good idea for me to be showing, uh, you know, the picture of that, on, you know, of, what, of my view at the same time as I'm doing that because it, it would distract from me being able to serve. But the reality right. is we all have pockets in our lives. We all have areas where we're still in process. My big mm. area where I'm still in process is my housekeeping skills. It's not, <laughs> it's not my strength. My, you know, I have some neurological problems from heavy metal poisoning. And so there are things that are very difficult for me to do. And I spent many years in discouragement and depression because I was trying so hard to do those things. Instead mm-hmm. of getting good at the things that, that God had already wired me very well for. That wow, that's good. Me to hire somebody to do those things that i'm not good at yes to delegate that to to assemble a team and often as women we don't you know we don't realize women need a team we need a support team that proverbs 31 woman that we love mm-hmm. quote, she yeah. had a team it's very clear she did. She had, she's not getting up to you know to help her servants if she didn't have servants
1: she right a
0: support team and if you know we understand When a man has his wife who's helping with the household and the kids and all that, we understand that he's got a support team to do whatever he's called to do. And sometimes we don't see that we as individuals, as women, we often also need a team. And sometimes we start with just our kids as part of our support team. We train them to try to help us, uh, to support us. And then eventually we get maybe a virtual assistant or, you know, a secretary or, you know, somebody else who's going to, come alongside and help us in the journey and help us to serve the people we're called to do, to, call to serve. But we've right. got to know
1: that it's okay.
0: Right, right.
1: Well, you know what? It just jumped out in my mind. The Lord just put the word mommy martyr, you know. I think that there's a thing that we think that we are more of who we're supposed to be if we are just pushing it, doing all these things and trying to be all this to everybody. And that is a sure way for failure actually that's a that is the path towards failure and we're only as great as those that we are surrounded by and Mm -hmm. or that we let surround us I I kind of see it almost like a setting a fortress around ourselves and trying to to be that mommy martyr and 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 I say mommy martyr somebody might not like that word it might be super mom might be a better word for some of us but it still means mommy martyr (laughs) Uh, it does yeah so, I mean, you're right, I think that the and and here's the thing I think that when we connect with those who are around us, and that's part of what iron sharpening iron podcast is about i mean you guys I could sit here and I could just talk all day long. you don't want to hear me talking all day long you want for you, you want to see who's putting into me and who I'm mm-hmm. learning from and and I love introducing and connecting all these all of you guys trust me, the people that are around me, I feel like are just so, so amazing and so um, sharp and so on fire for the Lord. And you know what, that's my one of my secrets to success. And if I had known at those other times where I was really flailing how important it was to surround myself with people, that's what, mm-hmm. That's one of those things I would tell my younger self is do it more. And mm-hmm. I mean, I try really hard. I think moving to Nashville was where I really saw um, coming to this area, it's, I believe, a place of connection here mm-hmm. in Nashville. And mm-hmm. when I when I came here, I did not expect all that God did for me. And my life took some major twists and turns that mm-hmm. were totally beyond my control. But because mm-hmm. of the connections, I did not find myself having to do it by myself. And I didn't right. find myself isolated to where the enemy could take me out. The enemy wanted to take me out, just like you're saying earlier. You know, because mm-hmm. that is one, of, he knows when he's up against someone that's going to take ground for the kingdom of God. And baby, right. I believe he ain't seen nothing yet. He thought he was going to take right. me out because of what I was doing. I was doing nothing, nothing. And and so I'm really excited. You know, when you're talking about surrounding yourself with these people, I I agree that that right there, you've got to have a great team. And mm-hmm. and I, you guys, I really highly, highly, highly recommend that you connect here. Tell them how to connect with
0: you. Well, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, just do uh, facebook.com slash TV night, EviE and that'll get straight to my profile. And uh, that's a great way to connect. Message me. Let me know where you uh, found me. I get a lot of uh, friend requests, so I'd love to know uh, if it's people from your audience, because I, will, yeah. um, I would love to connect with them. And then also my website, kingdominfluence.com. They can go there for some great resources and uh access to some of the products and services that I recommend and promote. Some of them I produce, some of them are other people's that I uh um add my own coaching to. So there's lots of good things out there. God is really stirring up his people right now and preparing mm-hmm. us because we have a window of opportunity right now uh that I, I think is, is extraordinary. There's a uh, there's a, a fresh wind of free enterprise, there's a fresh wind of freedom, and we need to take the opportunity right now. Uh, I don't know how long that window will be open, but this is the time for us to take advantage of technology, for us to step into who God's called us to be, and to really have kingdom influence and advance God's kingdom, however he called us to do that. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
1: You guys see why I felt like she was a perfect guest? (laughs) Your heart is right there beating with mine, and I just pray God's blessings. As a matter of fact, I just want to pray real quick as we wrap up. Um, I have one more question after that. But, okay. Um, I, I want to pray for you and I want to pray for your um, business. I say ministry, business. It's all the same, right? Yeah, um, I'm dear, heaven, uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for Stevie. And Lord, I thank you for the power that she um, now um, exhibits because I see you flowing through her. And Lord, I just pray that this year will be her biggest. Her most um, incredible Lord, I pray that the um, ideas that she has will come to her in her sleep. They won't wake her up, but they will come to her in her sleep, and she will um, she'll remember them. And that they will be the greatest ideas because they're going to be your ideas, Lord. And mm-hmm. Lord, I just pray that her her um, the people she touches, Lord, that that they will know that not that, not just that they've been in the presence of Stevie, but that they have been in your presence, Lord, because she so carries you. And Lord, I just pray that you um you burst her influence out north south east and west lord that it goes into deep places and lord that it helps set captives free lord i just thank you so much for the influence that she's had in my life through the years and lord that she's just been faithful i see her as faithful and lord um just just lord continue just take her into places that she can only dare to dream or maybe she doesn't even dare to dream lord Mm -hmm. i just see this as a year that like she said that you are opening things up and so lord just take it and open up things that that just are sweet things for her that I know you've got for her and let her just hear you in those, those things. I just praise you and magnify you, Lord. You're so awesome. Thank you for the blessing of technology where we can get together. And Lord, I just thank you for her, her um, influence already. Just take her and, and make it magnified, Lord, for it's in Jesus name I pray, man. And so if I were to ask you like, A big takeaway, like your final words, like if you could just say one thing to somebody out there, what would you want to leave us with? That was good.
0: Yeah, it is. Don't let your past determine your future. Ooh. That's good. You know, let, let God's calling determine your future. Let your... Your, you ask God to give you boldness. Ask God to give you courage beyond the fear, uh, and ask ask God who you're called to serve. Ask God who you're called to serve, because there are a lot of times when uh, when we're afraid, um, love love for others and love for God will conquer that fear. will will enable you to push past the fear. Doesn't mean it always goes away, but it love. And, and a desire to serve people, a, to, knowing that God has something that he wants to pour out through you, and sometimes it takes a while to find out what that is, but knowing that there is something that God wants to pour out through you and that there are people out there that you're called to serve who will have missed out on something important in their life if you don't show up, it's so important. So just mm-hmm. don't let the past determine and dictate your future really step into what God has, has, has called you into. Even if you've had multiple failures, even if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, I've failed so many times, what's going to make this any different? What's different is that, is that God is in the process of redeeming your story. And therefore, as he redeems your story, he's going to help redeem other people's story. And that is God's plan for us. And so we want to be in agreement with him, not in agreement with the enemy. And so every time that we hear that, that, you know, well, you know, it's too late or I failed too many times or whatever it is, that's the voice of the enemy. We need to get out of alignment, out of agreement with that and into alignment, into agreement with, the, the, with God's word. And he says that we can do everything through Messiah. And so we mm-hmm. need to understand that and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can step into who we're called to be no matter what we've done, no matter what has been done to us. We can be effective. Uh, voices, effective influences, and in whatever God has called us to do. There's a verse I think in I, I can't remember it's Psalms or Isaiah that talks about uh, great is the company of women who proclaim uh, the host of women who proclaim the good news. And you probably have you know some men and 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 um, and also women listening to that, and that would apply to either one of us when, to, to either of us, either group. Uh, but we are called to be a voice for God, and for whatever that means. Uh, in your life, whatever the message is, and maybe it's not through your words, maybe it's through your writing, maybe it's through your lifestyle, whatever it is, but those things are really important because that's how we advance God's kingdom. So this is the season to do it, and I just encourage um, every one of your listeners uh, to really hold, to really grab hold of that, that this is the time. And life doesn't stop for us while we get our act together or while we step into things. And so it's difficult sometimes to navigate, uh, you know, going through, let's say, grief of old seasons uh, or or going through changing our habits, changing our mindset at the same time as we're stepping into new things. But Mm -hmm. God can enable us to know what to focus on right now, and that's what we need to do. Ooh. Okay. You guys, are you as fired up as I am? Man,
1: this was so incredible. And I just want to thank you for joining us. And we'll have to do it again. <laughs> oh, <awesome. laughs> so good. Thank you
0: so much, Cindy. I really appreciate your time. Yes,
1: thank you. Thank you. And you guys, hey, don't forget, go to my website, IronsharpeningIronPodcast.com, subscribe to our feed, uh, connect with me on my mailing list, um, join in, and let's stay connected. Join me on Facebook. Um, and even check out our podcast network. Man, we are um, – on the baby stages of a brand new network, and I'm just so excited that um, of all the things that are going on. But we want you to stay connected with that too. So um, just stay connected with me
0: because well, Cindy, you ain't seen Cindy, nothing I, yet. Yeah, Cindy. I want to say one more thing too. Is that Oh yeah. You know, you, uh, your writing's really influenced me in my homeschooling journey, and I know that you know you've you've had a, you you've had you know several seasons in your life of doing different things. And I I just, I'm so excited for what God's bringing you into. And I know that the voice that God has given you um, an ability to pour into other people's lives. And I know that in this next season, it may look a bit different, but it's going to be even more powerful than before. And it's really going to make a difference in so many families' lives, so many women's lives, so many believers Mm -hmm. out there. So I just want to commend you for your faithfulness and encourage you as you step into this new season that it's going to be, it's going to be fabulous. It's oh, be thank you.
1: <laughs> you have no idea. You know what? I just had a word last night, just exactly that word. And I just okay. want to thank you for affirming it again. And thank you, thank you, because that's such an honor and such a – that's my prayer. That's my prayer <laughs> for the past that that will mm-hmm. be what people take from the past, but also mm-hmm. that everybody braces up because I believe that we're, I see us like linking arms going into an yeah. amazing future. And Absolutely. I'm just so excited about it because I, I think, again, you know, I, I I gave a word to somebody this past week that, you know, they, they were really grappling with being down. They felt like they were in a pit. And I said, well, as deep as that pit is, the glory is exponentially bigger. And right. and I just see God's glory coming in, and I just magnify Him because He is so worthy, and He's the one yeah. who carries this this girl through all of it.
0: You know? For sure, for sure, so, absolutely. Oh, so
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm just I'm I'm excited. I think this is going to be a fun season. And you guys, I don't think it's by accident, you're tuned in to this particular podcast. Connect with Stevie. Connect with me. I'm telling you, we're we're going the same direction, right? Yes, absolutely. And you want to take others with us. Yes, yes, every one of you. And I yeah. want to see everybody stepping up to their call. My calling is literally to encourage, empower, and equip you to step up to your call. And I'm talking about whether... People don't even know God. They're saying, what is this girl talking about God and and the word and and your calling? Hey, stick with me. I'm here to take you wherever you are. My calling is to come alongside of you and help you see who you're created to be, how God designed you. So I'm really excited. This is going to be a fun season. And, um, again, I pray God's richest blessings on you. I think we've got amazing things right here. So I love it. Well, you, so you take. Thank you so much, and take good care, my dear. Wow, wow. <laughs> God bless you. Do you Mary, ever, th- this has been awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Do you ever have those things you say? I'm going to have to listen to this one a few times. <laughs> this is
0: good. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. I'm always preaching to the choir. It's like the Lord always gives me uh, things that I need to hear again. And sometimes I go, hmm, I need to go back because that was good. And that wasn't just me. I think I need some more of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. That's so funny. Well, I'm the same way. and That's that's why I think that this is such a privilege to get to do this podcast again. It's been a long time, and it feels so good, you know. Um, It was like even last night. You know, and even going today, and even knowing I'm booked, I, I tell you one of the things that he spoke over me last night. You'll love this. He said, "You can be in full time ministry whenever you want." That's what the Lord yeah. says to you. And I yeah. went, "Oh my goodness!" Because yeah. I ha- I have to really say, what do I want? Do you know what I yeah. mean? Oh, I think yeah. the fear has been so overwhelming because it's like, again, what you were saying in this—that um, fear of goodness. I was Baptist. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's how I was saying. And, you know, and I was Baptist. And Baptist women, first of all, don't preach. And they don't mm-hmm. go get a divorce and right, preach. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, I just think it's amazing because I've never called myself a preacher. I've always called myself a teacher and mentor. And sure. God said, "Nope, you're my, you're my pastor. Right. You're right. my shepherd. You're my prophet. <laughs> You're right. you're my vessel, and I call right. you what I want to call you. <laughs> right.
0: Correction. Now, Correction. <laughs> yeah, we have to know that. I mean, because it's hard to move ahead if we don't, if we don't gra- uh, grasp that. You know, he's the one who gives us our name. Right. Right. Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah, our identity comes from him. So. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. And you'll have. Love- I didn't say anything about my other book. i got got um, identity theft I'm working on. But I'm also, a friend of mine gave me, um, she called me one day. It was in the middle of the divorce. I was broken. I mean broken. Because it was like every, my identity was being married and ministry. Sure. All the things I did. It was not sure. about me. You know right. what I mean? And knowing right. who I, I think I thought I, I thought I knew who I was, but I totally mm-hmm. didn't. And right. um, so anyway, she calls me one day and she says, Hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm in a commute to work. And she said, well, what time do you get lunch? And I said, well, I have lunch like 12 till three. And she said, great. She said, well, we're going to meet over at McAllister's by where you work and I'll see you then. And so I was like, okay. And she's a okay. ball, by the way. Huh? That sounds awesome. Uh-huh. So you know what she did? She gets there and she says, i got to tell you, God woke me up at 4 this morning and gave me the name of your next book.
0: Seriously? I said, really?
1: That's fabulous. I said, I said, why would God give you my name, the title of my next book whenever he's given me 150 other books, girl? <laughs> you know, yes, he knows right. how to give me titles. She said, no. She said, you need to know it's called Finding Me. And I went, Ugh, I don't want to write a book on Finding Me. That's so selfish and focused on me and not on mm-hmm. God. And she said, no, 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 no. Ask him what he wants to say through it, and yeah. that day I'm telling you he wrecked me. After that, I, I went I was going home that evening, and he wrecked me, and said, "Cindy, this is really your life message yeah. of of knowing who you are and what you're called to do, and it's not about you. It's about you imparting yeah. that because the world they don't even know, and you're so you you know you're here to help people step up to the call." But they've mm-hmm. got to know who they are in me. They've got to right. know why they're here, what life's about, why bad things happen, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So yeah.
1: I am so thrilled about that. But it's, it's the hardest thing I've ever worked on,
0: the yes. hardest
1: project. It's so <laughs> personal. <Yes. laughs> oh,
0: yeah. It's really an example of what Hemingway said when somebody was asking him why, why he's such a good writer. She says, what do you mean? I just sit down, cut open a vein and bleed. You know, <laughs> but, it, but it's the hardest thing. I mean, it's a horribly gruesome, horribly gruesome analogy, but really of letting what's inside out. And often, yeah. we haven't really done that. We've stopped that up for so long.
1: Right, right. Well, you know what? There was a battle for my voice. And I just wanted, mm-hmm. and you could, this is a way you can pray yes. for me because yes. the battle was totally on what I said. You know that navigating the divorce, um, mm-hmm. I ended up giving him everything, the house, wow. the, uh, no alimony, nothing, wow nothing, wow. nothing. And part of it, the one thing I walked out with was my voice and my freedom. Yeah. And wow. I can't tell you how bad, I mean, like he literally, the thing he signed away was control to tell me what to ever say or right. write about or speak about. Now okay. he put threats on me cause he's a lawyer now. Right. Um, and, but he put threats like you can't talk about the divorce. Well, I'm good. I don't want to talk about you. <laughs> you're not the, you're right. not the message, buddy. But, but you know, I, I look back and the voice was where the battle was. And, right. and it was because I am called to, to speak life and encouragement and um, teach. And, um, and, and, it, and, and seriously, that's been the one thing I've grappled with in the season of healing was mm-hmm. do, do people really want to hear? Do they really want sure. to hear this? And you'll love what God did to me. Um, we were battling the divorce, and I was uh-huh. fi- saying, I'm finished. This took out my ministry. I yeah. can't be in ministry anymore. Right, And right. I didn't want this. The man is in sin, and I can't do ministry because I'm divorced. You know my mind. Right, my mom was right. all everywhere. the limitations, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so um, the, the funny thing, um, I, I had a call from a friend here in the area, one of my connections that mm-hmm. God gave me. And she said, "Cindy, we need for you to come and speak at the women's shelter." And I said, "Really?" And I, I and she said, "Yes." She said, "We want whatever's on your quiet time. We want you to come um, Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday? No, maybe I forget what day it was. But it, it, the next day we had court. So whatever day it was, the next day we had court. And so um, it, maybe it was, I don't Sunday maybe. Um, anyway." She said, I want whatever's on your quiet time that morning. I don't want you preparing. I want you just hearing God and coming and speaking mm-hmm. what he says to you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I walk into. And I'm like, God, that morning, I mean, face down on the ground going, I'm so unworthy to be in a pulpit right now. I feel like mm-hmm. I've got so much healing, God, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and God said, this isn't about you. This is about me. And I want for you to tell them I'm their good husband. I'm your good husband. I'm their good husband. I want you to go and proclaim it. So oh. I go. And let me just tell you, I've spoke a lot through the years. You know it. I've uh-huh. talked thousands of people. Oh, and yeah. and I, I stepped into that place. And honestly, I remember when, right before all this going, God, why am I not seeing soul saved? I, and I just called to the church. I feel like you want for us to be reaching the lost as well. But, God, why is it that I'm not more effective? And and really the grappling at that point was even being married and had a relationship with a man for 30 years that is lost, you know? Right. And how do you do that, you know? And so anyway, long story short, um, that day I step into the pulpit and I'm speaking to women who have been battered, abused. And mm-hmm. I, by the way, I don't tell the world how – I was treated because, you know, it's part of the deal. But nonetheless, I'm sitting there looking into their eyes, and I'm seeing myself.
0: Yeah, And I'm seeing
1: what he spoke to me that morning, and I declared him as the good husband who loved them, would never fail them, would never mistreat them. He has only good for them. And and as I declared that, I, I did do an altar call. And we had, as I was going around the room, like 25, and I didn't even get around the whole room. Wow that gave their heart to Jesus that night, and and God said, I qualify. I, That's, right. I, That's right. I'm the one who does this. And That's I'm right. I'm just so excited because what I see is things that I was so – I was not qualified to teach them beforehand. Mm-hmm. Me and my little ivory tower. Yeah, but you I thought didn't.
0: you were. You thought then you yeah. were. And then, yeah, exactly. It's what the church says. It's yeah, what exactly. people try to tell you.
1: And my real qualification – is the crucible, you know what I mean? Absolutely. The cross. Absolutely. The, yep. And so I just love it. And I'm so thankful that I'm going to be able to do this journey at this season with you because oh your things God. have impacted me, and I'm so oh. excited that you're going to be there right alongside of me. We're going to do some awesome
0: things together. I agree. I agree, Cindy. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm. It's funny. I'm headed towards a specific crucible right now, and I can see that I'm headed towards it. And it's funny. I was praying about this right beforehand. I'm going, but God, you know, you you know how it is. Those limitations, just like you had with that, with that, um, with those those women, and mm-hmm. I and I felt like I was saying, yes, you're headed towards some hard stuff, but you'll still be able to serve the people that I've called you to serve, um, in the process. And I'm right, like, really, because really? I don't know. This process looks like it's headed for. Some pretty hard stuff. You think I'm still going to be able to pour out anything? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you know, it'll be I, your it, very
1: finest. It'll be your yeah. finest. Yeah.
0: Because that's yeah. that's
1: that. I, I look at it and I think the the enemy wants to tell us at any point, like at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> exactly. You don't know enough. You're too young. You're too inexperienced. Right. What do right. you know? And then, right. as you get to doing it, he's like, uh, do, "Do you think everybody wants to keep hearing your stuff?"
0: You know.
1: Right. And or then too old
0: or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's totally oh,
1: you're so irrele- irrelevant, Cindy. Look how old you are now. You
0: know yeah.
1: and and, yeah. and you know, we've got a whole culture of millennials today that you know how hard they are to reach.
0: And yeah. and I,
1: I sit there and I think, Yeah, except they all need a mother, that spiritual mother, yeah. and you are that yeah. and I you you just have a power and I love that. What you went through in the past yeah was perfectly a word for today, and whatever mm-hmm. you go through, first of all, you're not alone if you need exactly. anything, I am literally a call away and i'll give i'll send you my personal number okay, but thank you Cindy. I am a call away i'm i'm a I'm a trip away you know come <laughs> see me, you know for heaven's <laughs> sake, and yeah. who knows maybe uh the guy who's ministering with me here he's from Colorado, so he that her yeah, isn't that funny? It is. was it, oh my goodness! We had a fiery night last night where he yeah? he, was, he was giving words and oh, um wow. and then um the funny thing is some he gave a word that one of the women women were going to be healed and God told me go pray for her knee and oh. she was moving her knee she was blown away I said don't let it come back in but see I had had a time where I was running and I fell. I mean, tripped on a crack and fell on my knee. And Ugh. he actually called out my knee when the word he gave me where he said, you've got a knee thing. God wants you to know that thing's healed. And Gosh. and I was like, I, I was breaking. I mean, he he about had to clean me sloppy up off the floor because I, it was all <laughs> over me.
0: That's the best, Cindy. <laughs> it, it was
1: because I was thinking that's why I haven't been running is I've been afraid I'd hurt my knee again. Well, good yeah. Lord, it's time to run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly.
0: Time's time. That's right. right. But, but, you know, true.
1: I just love it. So get, how God, He's just bridging all the gaps. He's yeah. connecting all the all the people and putting us in a position. I kind of look at it like a chess game, and I don't even know nothing yeah. about chess.
0: But what yeah, I what totally, I do I know, yeah.
1: we're we're in position to win.
0: Yeah. We are
1: victors, and it's going to be powerful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be God is writing a great story with each one of our lives. I know. And then they're intertwined. Can you even imagine? Yeah. <laughs> You're featured I'm, I'm, in my book. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so glad that you that you and I got a chance to finally connect in person. Yes. And now yes. I have to do it in person
1: in person. <laughs> yes. Yes, in person, in person. Next next um next agenda.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well I great. I kinda
1: think God's about to blow um the top off and put me back on the road. I just feel it. Yeah. And yeah. um I don't know exactly what all that looks like and I don't even know how he's gonna do it. Right. He, but he's got it. <laughs> yeah, so it's
0: gonna be fun. Yeah, he
1: does. He's a good God. Mhm. Well, God bless you, and seriously, I'm so blessed by
0: you today. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. I really appreciate all, all the time and the and uh, sharing me on your platform is is awesome. I hope it blesses some people too. So it's great. Yeah. Oh, Thank
1: you. well, and I'll be sharing your links and everything. So, okay, have a great I yeah,
0: my website's gonna look a little funky for a few days, just so you know uh when when are you going to release this? um, I have got a another friend coming to
1: town this next week. he's gonna record okay. some things for me, um okay. my intros and outros. I've had to wait on him because he's been world travelling, and okay. I really felt like he was the one who was supposed to do my intros and outros, and Very so cool. once he gets that done, then we're ready we' we've got okay. I've got my things ready for everything to roll. And, oh good. Okay, um, so by
0: the time it by the time it airs, my my new website will be up. So okay. oh yeah, and mine too. <laughs> 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 Isn't that
1: funny? Um good. Felice messaged me the other day. She said, "Did you set up your page? All you gotta <laughs> do is just go in there." And I was like, "I know. I haven't. Nope, I haven't." <laughs> see, also uh, this friend that's doing my intro and outro. He's a photographer and a videographer. Yeah. Um, he's going to do some pictures of me, which I would really like some fresh pictures that of are course. good. Yeah. And he yeah. kind of makes me look better. You know? That's
0: <laughs> so, awesome. I love it.
1: That's great. I know. And then um, he's also, he eventually, one of the things that God put on his heart, he and his wife have homeschooled their 12 kids forever. He yeah. um he said God put on his heart that um, he was supposed to, because I one of my things that I have not told everybody was I was concerned of being 3 years out. You know what I mean? On okay, sabbatical. Yes. And and yes. being and saying what where is the world at right now? Cuz I used to mm. have my finger on the pulse. And when yes. you jump back in, you don't even know where to jump, you know? Yeah, it's a and different. um yeah, and and there are things that I had on my heart that I wanted to, for that to be my next things and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm what do I do? How do I get back going there? Cuz this is mm-hmm. like Check to check. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's perfect right. because it's what I train my people to do. I'm doing yes. it. So I yeah. get it. But he, he felt like God was telling him to, that I was supposed to do videos eventually. And mm-hmm. so the vision is eventually doing, like, in Israel, a Bible study, you know, and, wow. and it's a pyramid, uh, my yeah. stepping up to the call. And yeah. I, I'm just, I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good. God's got it.
0: Absolutely. Such a good yeah. thing
1: ahead. Yeah, yeah
0: So, yeah, you've got
1: time to do that. I've got time. We're going to do this thing. And yeah. let me know when you're ready, and I can even hold the broadcast till then,
0: you know. Okay, 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 that sounds yeah. good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or, or if you get it ready ahead of time, let me know. So just say, are you ready? <laughs> I'll okay. okay, I will, I will. Yeah, and if and I can all... help you with anything, you just let me know if you need uh, somebody to review strategy or anything like that. You know, just let me know, yeah. I'm always glad to help you.
1: I totally, totally appreciate that. I will. I definitely will. Well, okay. you have a great day. Thank you so much for your okay. time. It's
0: priceless. God bless you. Okay. Thank thanks. you. Have God you. bless you. All right. Bye, bye Cindy.